What? Listen to this podcast right now! Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey Into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophy, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophy. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? Huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Is butter a carb? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Foodies Watching Movies, Season 2, Episode 20. Four brings us to the season finale, part one of Foodies Watching Movies. I'm your host, Nate. Today joining me are all the foodies. First joining me, the co-creator of Foodies Watching Movies, my illustrious co-host, Veronica. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks. Glad to have you back. Welcome back to the show for the first time in, well, it's it's actually been a while, That's Mr. AP. Welcome back. No, I'm not illustrious. It's fine. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're just AP. It's fine. AP showed up. I'm glad to be back. Is it is it legendary AP? Like, is that a thing yet? Mystical. 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 Ooh, mystical AP. I like that. Also joining us the the co-host who we started this season with, who has has been kicking ass all season. Welcome back, Lauren. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Shit, man. I'm glad to have you here. We uh, we did the uh, the season like the pre finale last episode. With our other member of our panel today, welcome back to the show for the finale, Jesse Russell. How you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Great to have you guys here. So, before we get into what we're really here to do today, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Uh, y'all brought some delicious, tasty some sums to this finale <laughs> for us to for us to have as like our like uh, I don't want to call it the Last Supper. That sounds our, too. Our, our foodies feast. Our foodies feast. Yeah. Ooh, foodies feast is good. Foodies feast. Foodies feast finale. Yeah, our foodies feast finale. Foodies finales feast. Whatever. We'll work it out later. The triumphs. The alliteration of it all. Anyways, I'm going to start with Lauren. What did you bring today? I brought pasta that I had made at home yesterday. Shells. Important to note. Yep. I put them in olive oil after I made them. Strained them. And then I brought them here this morning. And then... I brought shredded cheese and milk, but we kind of made made it with too much milk. Yeah, we fucked it up. Oh, boo urns. Yeah. It's weird because I didn't notice. Like, it didn't... Well, what happened was is we were 
reducing said milk. And then Lauren's like, I don't think that's going to be enough. And I was like, yeah, I totally agree. We need more milk. <laughs> so we put in more milk and we totally fucking ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Uh, like I said, I, I, so it was a joint delicious. effort. It was it was a joint but it was effort. saved with Lauren's brilliant idea of putting sliced avocados and bacon into it. And lots of fucking cheese. I mean, it had lots of good flavor. It was just yeah. Jesse uh, tried to help us and <sighs> reduce it down. I stirred it. Yeah, I literally he, stirred he it for like 25 for minutes. Holy shit. Definitely like was better than what I would have put like out there. Reduce so it I down the so it doesn't burn, you know. Just start yeah. it over. Man. But it's, you know. It is what it is. We I, made it. I thought it was still yeah. really good. Like I didn't have good. any. Like even when you guys were like, "Oh, we fucked it up," I was like, "What did you fuck up?" I thought it tasted great. Like I was maybe if for we would have made like them, if we would have like rolled them into little balls and froze them and then deep fried them in breadcrumbs, yeah, they would be oh. fucking dope. Well, what happened? There's still leftover. They, they were gritty. Yeah. It was like slightly yeah. gritty from. The I wonder cheese, if it was from the know? Parmesan or just all the cheese. Well, it's being overcooked. Yeah, it's a combination of a lot of different things. I yeah. think, but. And mac and cheese is always good, no matter what. I remember yeah, my first noodles and cheese. My first batch of macaroni and cheese. I left the water. I boiled the noodles in, you know. <laughs> so it just got better from there. Yeah, you can only go up <laughs> from there. Yeah, you you learn every time you cook. You learn something new. AP, what did you bring today, good sir? So I found a recipe this past week. Um, so I was trying to find something that I know would. I was like, because I thought I was going to make it at home and then bring it. Here. I was like, I wanted something that would travel well. So I found this recipe for something that was sweet and spicy. So it was a uh, chili pineapple little smokies, like little pre-packed little smokies, little tiny hot dogs. So <laughs> it's tiny hot dogs. Little wieners. Little wieners. You're avoiding yeah. saying the word wiener. Yeah. I get so it. it's fine. Okay. I'll so say it for you, wiener. So it was uh, like some chili paste, some pineapple, and barbecue sauce, and it actually turned out pretty good. So I actually ended up bringing it here and making it, and I was like, I'm worried I'm just going to like drive, hit a bump and just... Cover my whole car in barbecue sauce. <laughs> it'd be deli- it would smell delicious for a week, but yeah, yeah. don't need that in the car. But yeah, it turned out pretty. Yeah, well. they were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the sauce were. actually worked good on some of the other stuff we had exactly. too. Exactly. And that was interesting, and we'll talk about that once we get to the end of this. Uh, v, you and I supplied some chicken and some pork chops, mm-hmm. and got and we kind of were utility yeah. utility players in the day. I was just kind of helping facilitate what needed to be facilitated, you know. And Jesse, I helped make bacon and. St- Cut stuff. Just made sauce. Jesse had the most interesting kind of day. Yeah, yeah. We've all kind of had this day to day, but you had a plan. Like you had a devised a great plan. You had made some spaghetti or something. Yeah, I made spaghetti and meatballs uh, yesterday. Sweet. And I made like the sauce from scratch, and I made extra sauce because I wanted to. Was it from your garden? Uh, no. Mm. I put some oregano from the garden in there. Nice. Uh, The garden. Yeah, it's awesome. He's I got a bunch awesome of broccoli. Garden. My garden is natural this year. It's because I, I have a broken leg. I really can't do much. Luckily, I have some ground I- ivy out there, and it's uh, it's like the lazy gardener's best friend actually <laughs> because it keeps all the weeds down and stuff. So. Oh, that's oh. nice. But that's uh, off topic. What happened? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Go back to it. The pizza, though. Um, I I know this place that usually has good dough because. Mm-hmm. I'm not making dough on the fly. You know, it takes a little bit for it to rise and stuff. So it's best if you're, you know, if you're going to make it, you got to make it like a couple of days ahead. Absolutely. But I made the sauce last night. I had the sauce. I was going to go get this good dough and some Italian sausage. Make some fresh pie, you know, fresh za for us. But delicious. Their dough when I got there was like freezer burned. Oh, so bullshit. 
Yeah. That's so lame. I was like, well, that fucking puts a kibosh in the whole thing, right? So I, uh, I kept an open mind, walked around a corner and seen that they have like a, it's like a deli in a meat market. So yeah. they have like, they made fresh pizza. They have homemade pizza Take there. Take and bakes. Yeah. You just, yeah. Mm. So I got a couple of those sausage pep and a cheese. I almost ruined one of them. Dude. <laughs> it was one of, it worked out so perfectly because it, did, it was though. just a, a light char. A light char. It was just know. enough to give it the taste. And yeah. I you grilled crisp. one of the pizzas on the grill. Right, we grilled one and baked one. Mm-hmm. Which one do you good. think turned out better? I like the grilled. Actually, I didn't have any of the sausage and pepperoni. I didn't have any one. of that one either. I, I had a bite of mine, and it was it was all right. They're it both w- good, but the grilled one definitely had that extra something. Yeah, I just threw the sausage and pepperoni one in the oven. There's so much. There's so much food. I kind of just I want to take it in little stages and totally. Yeah. And that. Yeah, yeah, we made a ton of food today. Like, we'll be able to pick at this for a while in between all the going ons. So you know, we all kind of put our minds together to put this meal together, and I loved it. I loved everybody contributed. So we didn't even talk about like what I'm bringing. No one said, "Hey, I'm going to bring this. Hey, I'm going to bring this." No. You did your own thing. You did your own thing. You did your own thing, and we had our own thing planned, and ev- it all was cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like even pizza getting brought into the fold worked like <laughs> right. brilliantly. That's pizza definitely fits in a every foodies. crevice. Yeah, it, I figured. Move. I figured if anything, we can put the two pizzas together upside down, you know, and yeah. make a big old cake. Oh my put god, some chicken that sounds in delicious. It. Put the mac and yeah. cheese in between it. Yeah, exactly. That's a great Just throw idea. It all on the pizza, pizza. sandwiches. Yes. Nate's <laughs> face is like. Gonna so be good. a thing. <laughs> all right, Lauren. Why are we here today? We're doing an '80s. Movie bracket, the ultimate eighties oh, movie fuck. bracket. <laughs> 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 I was not expecting that. <laughs> You're welcome. That's why Jesse's here. No, that was comic relief. That threw me off. Okay, so we're gonna do this bracket, you guys, and the way we're gonna do it is in stages because it's a lot. There are sixty-four movies from the nineteen eighties on this bracket that we all. Picked and had some say in together. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we all decided to just kind of follow our hearts with this one. Pick the movies that just you know stood out to us as being ultimate '80s movie, you know, worthy. There's only been a couple we've been called out for, like one movie that didn't make the list that some people are really upset with, Predator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we did. De- we debated. We did debate. It. It. We debated Predator, and I thought Terminator was a better choice to put on the bracket overall. So I mean, I kind of. So that's on you. That. Well, <laughs> I think Jesse actually ended up voting in that on that one. Didn't you write Terminator on your list, or was that on well, your list? Well, I mean, Terminator's just so well, good. It is yeah. so good. Terminator's a better and franchise. It's, a, it's than another Predator. Arnold. Terminator movie. was on my list. Yes, it was. Yeah. Although, mm-hmm. I'm, although it was kind of near the end, like I didn't. You weren't 100 percent if you wanted it on there, but it was like, well, if I'm going to put it on, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I went through after we all compiled all these different uh, lists together. I knocked down any multiples that we had, so I had one finite list of all the movies. I went through and rated them on IMDb, and highest scores got the highest seeds, lowest scores lower seeds. And then once we hit sixty-four, every movie after that I had to cut off. So if you didn't hit the threshold of the sixty-fourth movie, you didn't. I was, make I was the asked cut. about that because I didn't know if we ended up with an even number, but you just yeah. gave it. A there we were wanted some. to make this didn't, as fair as possible. Give, didn't we each give twenty movies? Correct. So there was but, a there was a little over. There's five of us. That's a hundred. And movies. didn't didn't the place that we voted it in the first episode didn't that kind of like bump it up a little bit more? 
No, because I didn't want it to be unfair like that. Like okay. it was just kind of our own, like personally, what you wanted. That like ultimately, I wanted it to be as unbiased as possible. But next season, we'll be able to go into more detail. Like oh this, yeah, because we, we have be big plans. To, yes. Oh hell yeah, yeah, we've got some good plans coming up for uh, next season. I'm so excited for this. So, Me too. We, and ultimately, I just wanted to say that ahead, this Pete. is the foodies watching movies ultimate '80s movies bracket. So if you guys don't agree earlier. with us this is just like our opinion man so whatever well said. and I was also say earlier that the 80s is going to end 2018 for foodies and the 90s is going to be 2019 oh i kind of like that eight uh-huh. 18, in line. Nine, 19 Ball jesse you were going to say but i was just going to say also if you guys have a problem in your hater should probably figure yourself out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, dickhead. This show's show only about positive things. Yeah. yeah, this show is only about good times. So Haters going to hate. The best, it's funny because we're a podcast, you want to talk while you're doing the show and whatnot. And I was like, okay, well, we could all just sit here and debate these movies and it might take forever. I also didn't want it to get to the point where we were all like, uh, it's four votes, one person is the deciding factor, and it's their movie versus a movie they've never seen. They're going to be biased and pick their movie. I want it to have some semblance of fairness. So what we're going to do is I've printed off high seed and low seed, uh, like, paddles. Cards. Cards, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go round by round, down the line, and and vote these movies off. We're going to talk about, if you want to defend a movie, bring it up. Why should we vote for your movie? Um, or what movie you think is better. Unless you want to just concede to the majority. Also true. If you don't really care about that So choice. Aliens would be the high seed, right? Correct. If we're starting as Aliens is a one seed, Aliens is the high seed, okay? okay. So we are starting there. That is our first matchup. Aliens versus the Witches of Eastwick. We're oh, we're starting it. now. We're going to keep our seeds closed off to ourselves until we're ready to show them. I'm going to go three, two, one, and we'll uh, flip them over and show everybody. All right, so you guys got your pick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> we have four high seeds and a low seed, Veronica. Would you like to talk about the Witches of Eastwick? I agree that Aliens is the more 80s of movies. I'll concede it. I just fucking love the Witches of Eastwick. It's so good. Still never I love Michelle. <laughs> Ugh. I love Michelle Pfeiffer, and I love Jack Nicholson, and I love Cher. And Susan Tarana, it's the perfect 80s movie for me. Okay. That's I my choice. That. Yeah. Excellent. It's a good I, 80s movie for me. I didn't, I thought I liked the movie. And like you said, it does have a great cast. Interesting story. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but it's cool. I, I, I liked it. It's, it's one of those offshoot 80s movies you wouldn't expect to have even made the list. I actually kind of thought it was going to get the chopping block before it we got there. It needed to make the list. That's and all we actually, need to say about it. it. The list, so. Is Moonstruck an 80s movie? Oh, yeah. yes, it was. That's probably one that should have made the list, too, huh? Yeah. It didn't make the list. It did not make the list. We'll talk about that after a bit here. We're going to move on to the next one in the first part of our bracket here. AP, hit us with that second round. What do yes. we got? We have Tootsie up against Labyrinth. All right. And Tootsie is in the high seed spot. And Labyrinth is in the low seed. And that's, is that right? Yep. Correct. Okay. All right. One, two, three, go. A uh, low seed. A four out of five majority. AP is AP. the minority. What's, what's not to like about Tootsie? It's Dustin Hoffman, Jessica Lange. It's a story about a <laughs> guy wanting to get his career back on track. Pretends to be a woman to get ahead. Yeah, Can't that's do adorable. That I, I love the concept. I, I love it. I don't disagree. Splitting hairs here. Both movies are good to me. And actually, Veronica will even attest. I recently was just saying how I personally don't love Labyrinth. I don't think it's the greatest movie. I, I agree with you there. And, <laughs> but, however... 
I take a David Bowie over a Dustin Hoffman that, uh, all day. Now, if David Bowie was in Tootsie, then we're talking about a totally different thing now. That's totally off. That's totally off shooting. No, no, we're gonna but. go next one. Who wants to read off our next one, guys? It's gonna be. Uh, the, I'll take this one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we've got Ghostbusters in the high seed versus Fast Times at Ridgemont High in the low seed. Okay. One, two, three. Uh, Four to five Jesse, again. Jesse, oh, odd man out. Do you need to defend or do you concede to Ghostbusters being the, the better movie? I mean, I just want to see Fast Times get there a little bit, you know? Yeah. And Ghostbusters is a great movie, so yeah, I will concede. Okay. But I thought someone else would feel the same way. Fast Time is a great movie. Don't get <laughs> me wrong. I mean, I love that movie. It was hard to... And that was one thing I will say. I did this totally unbiased. When I was setting this up, I put the one seeds, one, two, three, four. And then I would put the two seed, one, two, three, four. It was consistent every time. So I didn't make these matchups or align them in any way. They just naturally fell how they naturally fell. So... <laughs> Now Lauren, that's out of the way. yeah, I'm I'm not been out of shape about it. <laughs> okay, okay, well that's good. That's Great. good, Lauren. What am I doing? I'm doing the Christmas Story coming to America. Oh, I guess you just did. It. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to. Yeah, that wasn't all right. Nate did that once. Now, Lauren, you get the next one. Okay. okay. I feel like this one is going to be difficult for me just to one, two, three, go it. Yeah, well, maybe take a second. Oh, for so many oh, reasons. Because they're both so good. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, I'm good. Okay. I'm ready. All right. This hurts me, but I'm ready. Lauren, you ready? Yeah. All right. Oh, oh. shit. Shit. Okay. Do you guys want to try to bring one of us over for Christmas Story right now? It's a 3-2 majority. Uh, Jesse, Lauren, and myself have voted for Coming to America. That actually really surprises me. I figured you would have went with the Christmas story That's because you oh, love shit, it so really? much. Was Coming to America the bottom one? I was a high seed then. Oh, oh. <laughs> For the twist. <laughs> what a twist. Okay, listen. That was a Shyamalan twist. Let me hear you out. <laughs> a Shyamalan twist. Okay. No, hear me out right now. Think about this. I love a Christmas story. Don't get me wrong. You're only going to ever catch my ass dead watching a Christmas story at motherfucking Christmas. Mm -hmm. I will watch Coming to America in June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, back around again and again and again at any point in time. Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy, I mean, uh, Arsenio Hall. That's why I said that this one hurt me because I want my one of my choices for the bracket was Coming to America. Which one is aged better? Which one is more? McDowell's obviously aged oh, better. God. Samuel oh. L. Jackson makes a fucking dope ass cameo appearance where he tries to rob the McDowell's. Mm-hmm. Come the fuck on, fucking oh. Louis Anderson. That's my defense. Sexual chocolate. Yes. <laughs> I think Eddie Murphy is Christmas in that movie. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's so joyful. Okay. Exactly, and that's one of the first movies that uh, Eddie Murphy played multiple characters in one movie. As did other characters in that it's cast. It's the comedy version of Black Panther. <laughs> Interesting. I th- I think so. Maybe I can't. I can't. Say. Okay. Now I grew up loving Coming to America because my mother loved that movie and we watched it together all the time and thought it was so funny. All right. Final answer. What do you got? Is anybody changing? I'm, are you guys no. sticking? I'm changing. I'm not changing. I'm not changing. You guys are sticking. So mm-hmm. it looks like. All right. Christmas Majority. Story is the winner. Sorry, y'all. It's okay. Don't be sorry. I'm. 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 My bracket's already busted, so it's fine. Okay. 
Really? I hope not. My my reasoning for a Christmas story is because it. Well, that's, I had Tootsie for me. Like so many people love guy. that movie. You know, it's it's I don't know. And there's something special about coming or uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, it is a. It's a great movie. My kid loves feel it. Feel good. It's feel good. I still love that kid's an elf. Yeah, Peter Billingsley, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. he's actually uh, he. He's like a he, director. He uh, helped direct the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Him with John Favreau did it kind of together. Like yes. He produ- he's an executive producer EP. on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. little Marvel fact for you. Okay, Lauren, you there's want to take it over? I won't. Marvel. I won't. Even in the 80s movie bracket. It's always Marvel. Marvel. There Marvel movies in the 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> I won't fuck it up. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Lauren. The Goonies versus Lost Boys. Oh. Hmm. Oh, this one's so hard. Do I go with personal preference or what I think should probably like win? Well, that's for you to decide and us for us to figure out who votes for what. This I'm interested now this is going to shake out. We have not yet had a unanimous decision, by the way. Look into your heart. You know it must be true. <laughs> Look into your heart. <laughs> okay, anyways. Oh, Three, two, one. No, wait, hold up. Oh. V didn't have her. She oh, wasn't I even. It, I thought she had it down. She wasn't even in ready position yet. I'm sorry, Arms this is so ready. hard. Lauren, when you're ready to count us, though, feel free I'm to... I'm just going to give my answer okay. and then let someone persuade me. Okay. Let's go. Ooh, four out of five. Four, one, high seed to Goonies. I wanted to pick Lost Boys, but I picked Goonies. Oh, man, you guys got me again on this, huh? Well, the Lost Boys <laughs> is just... Okay, the Lost Boys is a fantastic movie. It's just a... The Goonies is... Great for everyone, children alike, right? <laughs> Good. But yeah. the and Lost it still Boys, holds up. The Lost Boys is almost the Goonies for, like, not children. For, like, teenagers and up. Right. You okay. know what? That's a good point. I'm gonna for change. the kids that I'm like Danzig. Going, I'm oh, going Lost Boys. Shit. Oh, so shit. I'm going to continue to try AP's to AP's been guys. converted. Sure. It's just, okay, listen to this. Sure, keep going, please. There's a scene in that movie. Uh-huh. Where there's a oiled up saxophone playing God, dude. All right, I'm being me. persuaded. Low seed. <laughs> I changed it. Sweet. I just recently watched it with Sarah the other but. day on VHS, no, no less. It was magnificent. I'm gonna go with Lost Boys. But it holds. Yeah. It holds true. It has like scary parts. It yeah, has it hilarious up. parts. The grandpa in it saves the day at the end because he's amazing. Still, Damn vampires. That's the majority. It's, uh, yeah, I know. It's uh. I'm just trying to think of what the Goonies I could even defend it on, and it's hard because like sloth loves chunk. sloth and truffle and the uh, truffle shuffle, the, yeah, and the um, chunk, yeah, short chunk round? and short uh, and and uh, yeah, the Goonies is great, but honestly, if I'm gonna put a movie on, it would probably be Lost Boys, Lost Boys, because that also has the Corys. It True, it does also have the Corys. Yeah. Corys just. Oh, and it's got uh, uh, what's his name? Josh. Josh oh. Brolin, but no, 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 uh, um, Keith Sutherland. Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. Just Donald in the Sutherland. Sutherland. Oh my Sutherland. god. The Goonies had Josh Brolin, didn't it? Yeah. Josh, Josh Brolin wasn't in Lost Boys, and it had oh. Sean Astin. Yeah. I love all the. That was Goonies. Yeah, it had a young Sean Astin in it. Yeah, that was a great movie. Do I change back? No. No. I can't flip-flop this. No, Lost Boys is the clear winner. I forgot about Sean Astin. I'm going to stick with Goonies on my final vote. Mm -hmm. It it looks like it's going to be Lost Boys winning on this round. However, 
that's a that's a that's a that's probably a tough, it's a tough one. It's for a, real. It is a very hard one. That was a very per, that was yeah okay. Lost Boys. This is only going to get more difficult, guys, because there's some really fucking good movies on this like, list. Want to get down to four and two? And I mean, the Lost Boys, it just it has everything the Goonies has, but it's just a more adult version. Right. I kind of watch those back to back would be kind of a f- ooh an yeah ad- an interesting mm-hmm. comparison. Oh. Make that your homework, Jesse. You want to read the next one off, man? Okay. Sure. One Lost Boys. I'll have to get that. Uh, where are we at? Oh, okay. The top seed is the high seed is Raging Bull, and the low seed is Dirty Dancing. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be obvious. Are we ready? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Low seed. Oh. Ooh. Damn. You said you said, you said this at the grill that. I yeah I, I back and forth back and forth and I ultimately just I did change my vote versus my bracket I literally went against my own bracket here. Dirty um, Dancing is the superior it's, movie. It's it, no, it's the more '80s movie. It is right. the more That's '80s why movie. I, I mean, yeah, it. you could you could really make Raging Bull now, and it wouldn't. Miss Jesse a beat. loves Dirty Dancing. Yes. Yeah, it's still a very good face. movie, but yeah, I, it's not quintessential '80s. I know, I know it made your list, Lauren. I think it made your list too, also as well. Dirty Dancing. Or? Dirty Dancing. Yeah, it was on. It was my on list. my list. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. I don't yeah. think it would age well now, or like, well, you couldn't make it now as well. They did. They just remade it for TV, and they it did. was. Awful. Mm-hmm. Really? Dirty Dancing in the age yeah. of the Me Too movement, I think, would be a right, whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole thing. It's like because a, the age it was terrible. The characters is a lot. It's and a they did a, a sequel called like Havana Nights or something that wasn't like related to it at all. It was, it was just like, like the same story in a different a place. Grab. Pretty much, yeah. I didn't, okay. I didn't watch it, but I loved Dirty Dancing, the original movie. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks like Dirty great. Dancing is raging, uh, is it's raging on. Yeah. Yes, Dirty <laughs> Dancing is raging on. Yes, Raging Bull. Uh, is that okay? Are you going to? That's concede fine. That? I, I'll okay. concede. I just, I, I look. When it's four to one, it's really hard to yeah. put up a good fight. I feel like Dirty Dancing just mad adored Raging Bull. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like that. You know, it, with the dirtiest of dances. Right. <laughs> a Patrick Swayze just. Can I did do the this next one? Can of course, I feel you the next can do one? the next one. I feel Please. like this next one is important for me to do. Because <laughs> it was my one of my picks. Okay, so the next one is Dangerous Liaisons versus Heathers. Surprisingly, they were close in rating. I think they were maybe only like, uh, I think one was like a 7.3 uh, dirt, uh, Heathers, and I think Dangerous Liaisons was like a 7.7. 7. This is difficult for me because these were both my choices. Absolutely. Um, You're the only person with Dangerous Liaisons on your list. I know, vote. I know. I know that the winner is obviously going to be Heather's. I just feel like I immediately need to... All right, let's just flip. Ready? One, two, three, go. You were the only one who picked Dangerous Liaison, JP. That's, that's fine. That's great. <laughs> okay, so have you seen it? No. Oh. I just like Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas isn't even in it. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Basic Instinct. Or, 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 or wait, oh, yeah, okay. Basic Instinct. Dangerous Attraction. Okay, so he's not thinking, right? No, I, anyway. I've seen either movie, so I can't have a good... Oh, my God. So. Oh, Heather's shit, what's is, happened? Like, the best. Heather's is awesome. What's like, happened? Oh, Murdering. Nate, is going, Nate you haven't even seen it. You can't cha- You can't do that. Uh, why can't uh-uh. I do that? Uh-uh-uh. Why can't I change just for... I don't like Christian Slater, though. Christian Slater? Why are we talking about him? Isn't he in Heather's? Oh, yeah, he's in Heather's, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about Dangerous Liaisons. Oh. 
She's also not. No, okay. So Dangerous Liaisons is a fantastic movie. It has like a stellar cast. Glenn Close is in it. A very young Uma Thurman is in it. Um, John Malkovich. And it's like, it's the movie is what that horrible yet awesome 90s movie Cruel Intentions is based off of. And it's actually like a French story. but Really? Whatever. Yeah. Interesting. And it was a fabulous period piece, and I think it was nominated for an Academy Award or something. Weren't both of them? See, like, that, you say that, now I genuinely think I would consider changing mm. my thing. It's an intense because movie. It's li- so good. Like, these two should not be in a category with each other because they're completely different movies. And right. I want to be able to put, like, Dangerous Liaisons through because it's just so Let's talk about the like, sec- next round, too. But I think Heather's is going to take the cake. It's okay. a, a fantastic 80s movie. It's one of my favorite 80s movies. and uh, Yeah, Christian Slater's just seriously chill. Yeah, he's channeling Jack Nicholson the whole plumber, movie. You know? <laughs> he's chill. Yeah. yeah. And he's chill. <clears throat> he's you just channeling Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah, she plays Veronica. You guys had mm-hmm. said this amidst all the that, Heathers. That Heathers was like the uh, the '80s version, like the '80s setup of before Clueless and Mean Girls, and yeah, oh, yeah like what the was archetype the one with, of uh, movies. John Cusack. Say what? anything. Yeah. Say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Say anything. I'm surprised there's not more John Cusack movies on this list. Say anything. movie. There's quite a few. That's though. '80s. That, that didn't make it on the list, did it? What? Say anything. It was on my original list. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't think it made the cut that's for... That's, that's a pretty quintessential 80s movie. Yeah. yeah. It, low rated, It's an honorable though. mention. How about that? I think it was like a 6-2. Honorable mention. Got it. So is that other John Cusack movie I liked, Better Off Dead? Oh, yeah. I'll do this next one. That was a good one. one. Sure, please do. This is the end of our first segment of Brackets. That like is true. The, the, the first uh, branch of 16. Yes. So a quarter way through. Uh, yeah, so this is... Thank you. <laughs> We have Full Metal Jacket versus Pretty in Pink, which are two very different movies. Yes. Two more movies that have no business being There's any farther apart two movies can get. Like, if I'm I'm ever going to, if I'm ever, like, wanting to watch a movie, I'm never going to hold both those up. Like, man, I'm really between these two. That's how I'm feeling tonight. Like, no one's ever going (laughs) to hold those up. But, like, kind of feeling weird tonight. I'm just going (laughs) to. Watch I'm, I'm either gonna watch Full Metal Jacket <laughs> or Pretty double, Pink. <laughs> what does that say about a person? What is that? That's like I, you know what I feel like. That's like a Vietnam War veteran who is like secretly, you know, wearing women's clothing at home watching yeah. movies. Unless someone's looking for things that might yeah. be fashion related, it's like it's a Full Metal Jacket or it's Pretty in Pink. Huh? <laughs> I like fashion movies. Let's watch them both. Let's <laughs> yeah, what kind of person would watch those two movies in a night? I wonder. We're gonna find out it's gonna be me. I bet a couple <laughs> would. Ooh, you get this one. I'm watching Pretty in Pink. You know? All right, uh, three, two, one. Look. Yeah, I'm, I'm the odd man out. Yeah. V, you want to talk about it? Uh, yeah. I just Full Metal Jacket is such a traumatic movie for me. Like I've seen it, like I think two or three times in my life, and I think that's honestly more than enough. That's enough for me. It was just I don't like watching men being humiliated. I I really don't like that. It just was uncomfortable and sad, and uh, I mean, kind of reminds me of Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yes. it's in the same vein as Apocalypse. Well, Metal Jacket's yeah. pretty when did gnarly, couple, though. Apocalypse Now come out? I'll look. Seventy-four. Yeah, that had a young, young famous actress in it. Like Lawrence Fishburne was like not even eighteen yet when he did that movie. I want to say it's seventy-four. That's my that's seventy-nine. 
Almost. Well, when we do the seventies one, we'll have to. That'll come up, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, I'm since I'm the only one who picked Pretty in Pink, <laughs> it's because I would rather watch that over Full Metal Jacket. I mean, it is Molly it's Ringwald. A, at the it's Molly Ringwald, John Hughes. I mean, Ducky. I mean, it's a totally an ultimate '80s movie. Yeah. I thought it would be more of a contender. There's, a, there's another Molly Ringwald movie on here that definitely I think takes Sixteen the, Candles or Breakfast Club. I don't think Six and Candles is on. I'm here. gonna change. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna change, but it's not gonna change the end I don't think result. Ever saw it come up I th- on the list. I, I, I'm gonna change too. I think you're right. The way you no, it's right there, dude. Talking. Oh, of, listen. I'm gonna oh. change too. I think <gasps> Pretty in Pink might have just taken a little steal. Oh, did I convert the some way people? you said it? The oh, shit. Molly Ringwald, you're just resonating, and you said you know it has everybody. It's ultimate '80s, and I like. I, I you go to my DVD rack right or my Blu-ray rack right now. You're not gonna find Pretty in Pink on Blu-ray. You will find Full Metal Jacket. I love that movie. However, Ultimate Eighties. This isn't your favorite movies. This is the Eighties movies. Exactly, and I have to consider that, and I—that's I, why I changed. I think Pretty in Pink goes. Sweet. Are, are we locked in? Everybody locked in at their answer. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah, I'm good. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna right, stick so. with Full Metal Jacket just because. Yeah, I agree. It's All just. Right, well, Pretty yeah, in Pink I mean, is. Uh, well, especially because that guy just died too. The. Yeah. I know. Uh, this year, like a couple months My back. My favorite role he was in was as the coach in Saving Silverman. <laughs> oh my oh. God, yes. That was such a great a, role for him. Was that 2000s movie? Yeah. Man, we'll get to that. I feel like this next one's going to be a little bit more difficult than I'm expecting. I oh, feel like we're going to have yeah. more of a battle this tonight. This one will be interesting. Uh, so what we have next is a another one seed. We're starting in our next bracket. part of the bracket is, is here. The our bracketology. Oh no, this is the one of the bracket. Never okay, mind. so can I just bring up bracketology again? Sure, just yeah. Because I thought it, it was a really funny word that I never heard before. And then you watched me bracketology the shit out of all of this to make this, and you're like, "Oh, I got you." No, I just think it's still pretty funny. Oh, damn it! Okay. Hashtag bracketology. I feel like it's like you uh, did do a social lot of science. It's not a hard science. No. It's a soft science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's yeah. kind of like slightly. You'd have to like double blind yourself for it to be seriously unbiased. Right. So I guess I w- to do it scientifically. I almost, if I if I really wanted to take this like to the furthest extreme, I was also going to counter all of these with their Rotten Tomatoes score and then find an aggregate balance. Mm-hmm. You can try that for the nineties. But I thought it would melt my fucking brain meats. That's a lot of fucking work for a, yeah. a, a bracket for fun for our podcast. <laughs> what we should do just do the put them in a randomizer, not even have it be by. Oh shit! So that who would knows be what ends up against each other? Right. Like, Ooh. Kind of like that. Maybe for not the nineties, we'll do it randomly. We can try it. We can see what it looks like. Nineties was totally random, anyway. Okay. So, anyways, let's move on here. We've got Empire Strikes Back, the Star Wars movie, versus Weird Science. Obviously, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Empire is the one seed. Right. Um, but uh, who knows what we will vote here, folks? I'm gonna let you guys get yourselves together. Let me know if you're ready I'm and locked ready. in. Okay, three, two, one. Ooh. Oh, very close. Very close right now. Okay. I was going to say I picked a low seed on my thing, but I'm going to have to go with the high seed. Oh. All right, all right. Star well, I guess Wars for the win. I'll try to argue a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously, Empire Stripe Strikes Back is a fantastic movie. It's a Star Wars classic, you know. It's OG. And I feel like it. it's, uh, it's 80s to its in its own right but it's almost timeless you know to a certain extent so you could watch it whenever and i believe that we we discussed that last week uh and i had kind of like misheard what you said wait isn't the highest seed empire 
Yeah. Okay. I thought you were defending Empire. I was very confused. No, no, no. no. I am kind of. I'm. I'm. Are I'm you being giving, persuaded? I'm being nice about oh. Empire before I get into weird science. Because weird science. I could argue What's that my pick could also be Weird Science. Because I mean, it's seriously an eight. It's seriously eighty. The kid in uh, Weird Science. What's his name? He was the one who's also in Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink. And uh, he's the John Hughes kid, not the John Hughes. Kid, I know. I can't think of his name. I can see um, his face. What's his name? I'll look it up real quick because I can't think of it either. Uh, either way, the, he was the, in the Breakfast Club and he was in. Was he in Pretty in Pink? Oh, Michael C. Hall. He was Michael in, C. Hall. He, no. No, not Michael, Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall was no. Dexter. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> the wrong kind I was, of... I was say, it's Michael something. Guys, it's Michael C. I got Anthony? it. Michael. I got it. I got it. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony, Anthony Michael. Michael Hall. Michael C. Hall. <laughs> he was... Been so much different. By the way, Anthony Michael Hall also beefed up a lot and was the villain in Edward Scissorhands. Oh. He was that, that jerk. Uh, really? Like, jock guy. Who, like, he wanted like to rob... the jock? His, yeah, Man. he got like super buff. Was Edward Scissorhands an eighties movie? Nineties. No, nineties. Man, there's a lot of nineties results to get to. Oh too. yeah, oh, that's it's coming. Season. We're gonna get there eventually. So it looks like I mean, Jesse, back to weird science. Was there any closing statement that you had other than that it is quintessential eighties and it's an awesome movie? Obviously, uh, I mean, like if you when you watch The Empire Strikes Back, there's no eighties um, fashion or eighties anything in that movie it's based i don't know what year it's supposed to be but it's not the 80s a long time ago you and this movie came out in 1985 it just made it was just made in the film. 80s right so i don't know i just since we're doing an 80s bracket i thought it was i thought weird science was more 80s like okay you know what i mean totally yeah like if it I was, is it is pretty ultimate 80s if i was born it in 2071 and and I was watching these antique movies that I found at the, you know, the space flea market or whatever. <laughs> I would space watch Weird market. Science, and then I would get an actual feeling of how the 80s were. Right, as opposed to the Star Wars version. Sense. Right. So that's kind of my okay. logic. I love it. I love it. Did, wasn't Bill Paxton in Weird Science? Wasn't he's he's the, the brother? He was the brother. He was the mean. Yeah. yeah. That's not. That's oh, not. That's, a, that's aliens. But no. Yeah. Bill Paxton was in Weird Science. Wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. He was like he was the, the older brother, brother the army brother. Is that gonna? He was an it? asshole. Yes, oh my god. Oh no. <gasps> Look what just happened. I've been converted. I don't think it changes. No. no it doesn't. No. Anything. No. But so I agree with Jesse. But I like it. It's it's close here, but Empire Strikes Back is gonna move on. Who wants to take the next one? I got it. Sure. Do it. What's this one? All right. Ooh, Looks good. like Trading Places is the top, and Poltergeist is the low seed. Okay, okay, okay. I'd flip them. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh. no Lauren and I are in this one. Three to two in favor of Trading Spaces. No, trading, yeah, trading places. Trading spaces would be it. I was thinking about trading <laughs> spaces, that TV show just now. Wasn't that like on TLC or something? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. That's awesome. Wait, isn't My there a, like a, a movie, a Disney movie or something that's called that? Could be. I think so as Should well. Yeah. Like a kid's Disney movie? Yeah. I have no idea. Who, who cares? It's, it's two common names. Okay, so <laughs> Poltergeist, you two. You guys voted for Poltergeist, Lauren? Yes. Talk about it. What's up? I'll just always associate that movie with the 80s because even though I was born in 1990, so I didn't see it until I was maybe like, honestly, my dad let me watch scary movies when I was really young, so I probably didn't see it until like 94, 95. 
but I just remember identifying so much with that little girl <laughs> who put her hands up on the television. It's so freaky. I know. Whoa. I think it's, yeah, it's just, I think it's more nostalgia driven than yeah. what you see for, thank you. Because Trading Places, I feel like I didn't relate to when I first saw it. Like, Trading Places, I feel like you get more now. Like, watching it for the first time now, you'd have a lot more feelings about it. But Poltergeist, I feel like, just because the raw motion of it, you can relate to it at any age. That was a scary freaking movie. But you can, like, I but you can, it, though. But you don't, need, like, you don't need adult context. Like, you don't need to have some recollection of what life as an adult is. You know to what's really it. creepy? You know the TV in that movie? Yes. How it, like, is the staticky TV mm-hmm. and whatever. When I was a little kid, I lived in this like really old farmhouse and like we had this huge great room and that's where we had the living room and we didn't have cable because we were like real poor and stuff. So um, like we had the antenna, right? Okay. So I'm like, it's real late at night and I'm watching this TV and it goes to that static and then all of a sudden the screen goes to like a black screen, kind of like it was almost like a music um channel but it was back in the middle 90s so there that didn't exist and it started playing like this the oldest country music that i like if you can imagine like a super old country song it started playing that dude and i was like turned my tv (laughs) off i was like i just remember that because of that because of that TV from Poltergeist. Terrifying. There's much like Poltergeist more. I don't know. Oh, seriously. Poltergeist scarred me from ever like being able to have snow on my TV. And like I've, if there was ever static, I'd be like, nope, turn it off. Nope. <laughs> I tried watching that remake and the remake doesn't, does, was just, no. I didn't see the remake. I still haven't seen it because I just love the original so yeah, much. You don't watch the remake. It just, it just taints the original for you. Static doesn't exist anymore either. Think you, about it. They use smartphones and stuff on that one. It's just weird. Well, that's not true because I recently set up my VHS uh, tape mm-hmm. player, you know. It's got to be on channel three. Ooh, we have a funny, <laughs> we have a funny plan for season three with the VHSs. Oh yeah. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. That's a clever segment. We're yeah, going to we'll get talk into about that, that later. next season. Uh, v, Jesse, are you guys locked into your answer on the high vote? Yeah, trading places definitely. moving on. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna put trading places through and uh, on to the next one. Back to the Future two part two versus Gremlins. Mm. I'll take this one. Or I'll I'll I don't you know. can field this one. Yeah. I knew what you meant. Ready? Yes. Ooh. Oh shit! <laughs> so Gremlins in the lead. Really, three to two. I need to. I, I'm gonna. You're I'm gonna, shocked. I'm gonna look to UAP. Are you gonna try and sway me? I am swaying you. It's gonna work. Okay, Jedi mind trick. You've already. You've already decided you're gonna be on my side. I had a cat one. named Gizmo when I was little. Good luck, Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd. Okay, Harold Ramis. Okay, Ernie Hudson. Why are you swinging oh, me to Ghostbusters and, right now? Or, <laughs> <laughs> <My bad. laughs> wow. I was like, okay. I was like, Bill Murray's not in uh, Yeah, I'm sold, but what movie are you talking about? <laughs> Right. Okay, so Nate fucked up and thought he was defending Ghostbusters 2. But in fact, you're defending Back, Back to, the to the Future Part 2 like, with Christopher Lloyd. Like, 
Not at Okay. <laughs> okay. McFly. So, no, I'm not. Hello? I'm not home. I'm not home. Okay, so here, back to it. Here's why Back to the Future is better. Okay, that movie <laughs> is 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 timeless. Okay, it sets the precedent for time travel movies. It does such a clever job of working over itself back and forth through the 1955 story to the 2015 story to the 1985 story, all in one story, while utilizing footage from the first movie. And it was one of the first movies ever to in theaters tease its sequel with actual footage in theaters setting people to go oh my god i have to see the third one i cannot wait it's going to be fantastic is that true yes absolutely 100 percent. as soon as the movie back to the future 2 was over a teaser for the next movie played that let people know like coming i want to say it was like maybe a year and a half later a year later back to the future 3 and it was the the final the end what of the was saga the jaws they were making in the future 3d or something jaws like wasn't 40 like a, years it was like 40 years yeah yeah, but, yeah. It was like a, but it was like a late one. It was like twenty-seven. That or something. honestly makes sense to me because it always felt very rushed between Back to the Future Part Two and Part Three. Yeah, I think they filmed it at the same time, having something to do with Michael J. Fox taking another role. Maybe he was going to do a TV series around then. Yeah, and I also was don't. It, um, Spin City. Yes, I think so. No. No, it's too late. Too much later. Family Matter. It was like that. It was that TV show. Well, he was. He was already older by the time. I don't think he was a kid. In, well, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to consult the, the Google I'm for still, that. I'm still pro-Gremlins. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm still pro-Gremlins because yeah, this movie mind. recast the chick, which was quite obvious. And the guy. But that's not no. her fault. You know. That I know, but she, that, she still w- wasn't very good in it. They ca- they recast Jennifer. They recast Crispin Glover, which was surprising. You don't well, even they, know it's they a did, recast. They uh, did the face ma- or they did a uh, the face casting, and, and they also him. had him upside down, so it was harder to recognize if it was actually him or not. Yeah, why all of his scenes he's upside down. Yeah, I don't think that that movie, uh, the first Back to the Future, was incredible. Yeah, okay. I would have. I would if those two were inside, I probably would have gone Back to the Future. Back to the Future Two makes me sad. It's kind of a depressing story. It's kind of a bummer. I don't like it. It's okay. Well, well, I, I, I think liked about it, the but note. I mean, yeah. God. Marty leaves Doc that amazing note that's just like... It was just a depressing movie. In, in the first one, but then in the second one, Doc has to leave Marty a note. And it's just like, you know, I, I okay, it's fine. I'll concede. But I had to try because I really good. love Back it's to the Future good. too. Gremlins, you're moving on. A 12 seed beating a 5 seed here. Bracketology. The funny thing in my bracket, I had Back to the Future going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Up next, Lauren. Yes. The Breakfast Club versus Hellraiser. All right. We can just do this right yeah, now. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was not even a question. I'm pretty sure that made everybody's list except for yours. And the only reason it didn't make your list is because you were trying to make different picks because he had heard our episode prior. Prior. So to I didn't him want to have picks. too much duplication. Oh, I see. Funny story, uh, Liz's dad went to that high school before they closed it. The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Oh. It's a high school in like the Chicago suburbs. So, like, it was, that like, was mm-hmm. his football field and stuff because he played on the football team and all that. So, that's like, cool. Oh. So that's yeah, a that's story. a classic. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. It's going to go far, I'm sure. Yes. Ooh, the next one's going to be fun. Go ahead, take it, bro. All right. So we have Who Framed Roger Rabbit versus Karate Kid. Tommy Roger Rabbit is the six seed versus the eleven seed Karate Kid. I'm ready. Ready. 
Lauren is the odd one out. Karate Picking kid. Karate kid. Do the do the crane kick. Are you conceding? Are you are you good with it? Uh, do you have a an R argument for Karate Kid? Not really. Okay. Yeah, Roger Rabbit is a fantastic movie. It was mind blowing with the anime live action slash animation combination. It was seriously <laughs> demented too, which I it really liked. It was super liked. fucked up. I yeah. loved the cartoon with the little baby. And I mean, it, yeah, and it, he's smoking, like cigars, smoking cigars and pinching like his girl's ma- booty. Misogynistic baby. And they got <laughs> the weird. license rights to Disney and Warner Brothers characters on the screen at the same time, which is wild. very impressive for that time. And it has Bob Hoskins or what was his name? Haskins. Bob Haskins. Yeah. Haskins. He was almost full free. I loved yeah. him. I used to have like the biggest like old man crush on him when I was little because he was in this movie Mermaids, and I loved him in Mermaids, and that'll be in my nineties bracket. All right. Jesse, you want to take the next one, my friend? Yeah, I got it. Sure. Ooh, this will be interesting. All right. Looks like it's Blade Runner in the top seat and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in the low seat. Do we have any... Can we just go? Uh, Does anybody have any thoughts? Bill and Ted for the win. Lauren, again, on man out. Do you need to make an argument or no? Yes, I love Blade Runner. That's a really good movie. That's a young Harrison Ford in it. Ooh, I yeah. know, right? He's great. Did you it's see so the dark. new one? The, the, the one that the came out? The new one's really good, too. I, I've seen it. It's on my HBO Now watch list. I just haven't. It's a long movie. A I haven't long, seen it yet. It's a, it's a Dave Bautista's in that movie, too. It's like it's like two and a half, almost three hours long. Yeah, Holy the, shit. The first one was also kind of long, too, wasn't it? It depends on if you get the director's cut or if you have the regular one. I, I have, have the director's I cut. I have the director's cut on it's DVD. Very, it was very long. It's I've only yeah. seen it once. It's a very, yeah. both those, you start to do both those back-to-back. That's your whole afternoon. It's like watching a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what? I just confused Blade Runner with Sling Blade. <laughs> Sling oh Blade. God. Oh my god, no stop. That has to be a smash up. Sling Blade Runner. It would be great. My man, Taylor McKay. That's a fun game, the mashup game. Exactly. Yeah, we haven't absolutely. done that in a while. True. Okay. Moving forward, we've got Nightmare on Elm Street versus Good Morning Vietnam. Oh. Uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street being the high seed, Good Morning Vietnam being the low seed at a 10. These, again, were very close in rating, but they just balance out how they balance out. All right, you guys ready on three, two, one? Oh, guys. Andrew's the only one out. It's Robin Williams. I know. know. The guy who based on just died this past week. I know, I know, I know. Such a sad movie. Here's my reason for saying this. You think of 80s horror, and there is, over anybody else, one person that terrified more children than anyone else, and it was Freddy, hands down. Word. Like Jason, okay, he's scary. I get it. But Freddie can get you when you're Freddy sleeping. Freddie gets you when That's you're fucking sleeping. Up. And guess what? I slept in fear many nights because of that movie. Like yeah. so, My mom let me yes. watch that movie when I was little. Like, Dangerous. Way too little. And it messed me up. Yeah, like I you... first saw it at like seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. Watching it as an adult, though, isn't bad. It's hilarious no. as an adult. No, I feel it's like... really not. I feel like the parts I struggle with are like the fourth and the fifth movies where he just gets gross for no reason. Like he just gets kind of like sexually gross. No, and just and just like just some of the ways he kills people gets really gross. Like that one girl he like force feeds to death. Oh yeah. Ew. No, I I haven't seen any of those. I've seen like one through three. They get Dream Warriors was the end for me. Yeah. Where's the really meta one? Is that four? New Nightmare. Is that four? That was New Nightmare. Or did it have a number? 
It yeah. would have been it, six, I thought. Yeah. Is that the one been... with the one with the the guy from who played Rorschach on Watchmen? No. No. Which this one was that? that? That was the new. That's the that was reboot, the reboot kind from of. 2010. That was did that was not very good. They tried good. to re- had that Katie, was filmed around Katie here, Cassidy right? from Arrow in it. She did. Ooh, hair threw me off. I don't like Katie. Cassidy. I know you don't. And it had it had Rooney Mara, Rooney Mara, which yes, was a strange did. casting. I it didn't see that movie. We also yeah. That. Oh. Anyway, let's move on. Yes. We're almost done here. This is our last like spot in the bracket, right? And well, then we got to start it all again. Mm-hmm. All right. So what was moving forward? Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't okay. think the AP. Could, I didn't sway anyone. I, I mean, it's a, it's a hard. It's a it's it, two very different movies. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is. Can I field this next one? Sure. All right. I feel like I need to preface this. Okay, it's Scarface versus Inner Space. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I just watched Inner Space for the first time last night. Oh. Because I had never seen it. Yeah. And I was looking at this bracket and I was like, I think there's like only two movies on this whole thing that we're doing that I haven't seen. And I have no idea how I've never seen Inner Space before. I thought it was... So fucking weird and hilarious. I didn't get to. F- I didn't finish the whole movie. I probably have like a half hour half left. Half hour of it. left. Yeah. But um, let's go ahead and flip, and then we'll talk about it. Ready? Go. Because I put on my bracket Scarface, but I'm gonna go with Inner Space. Inner Space. I mean, you've got Martin Short, Dennis Quaid. Hilarious story. Do you guys know what Inner Space is? Yeah, I've seen never it. seen it. You've seen it, Jesse? Mm-hmm. I haven't. You haven't seen it? No. Can I explain it? Please do. Okay. I When we started watching it, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this movie? Because I had no idea what it was even about. He didn't do a very good job explaining it to me beforehand. And he's like, just watch, just watch. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's so weird. But this movie is about uh, Dennis Quaid, who is a pilot for this company that is specializing in miniaturization. And so he gets miniaturized to like, it's like Ant-Man. Like he goes down like Hank Pym and then uh, gets put into a syringe because they were going to inject him into a rabbit and he was going to try and get control of the rabbit's body, like through eyes and ears. But what happens is this rival company breaks in after he's already been miniaturized and put into this syringe and then chases the guy who's carrying it all around like follows him all like try to get kill him and steal the syringe and then he to save the pilot who is miniaturized and has no idea what's happening he injects um the syringe into martin short's ass at a mall and dennis quaid (laughs) gets injected into martin short's body and like has to like explain to martin short in his head like what's going on and martin short's just this random guy that works at a grocery store and it's his doctor ridiculous his doctor has just told him he needs to take a vacation with no excitement because he keeps having a nervous breakdown at the grocery store over everything and so, like, he thinks that he's actually going crazy because he hears this voice in his head. And he's like, what? And then, like, he attaches to his, his like, uh, optic nerve. Yeah. And his eye starts all twitching out, like, all crazy. He's, like, freaking out and stuff. Oh, and It's so weird. I can't wait really to weird, finish but, it. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? I'm switching because I remember yes. it. And you guys describing it to me made me really remember how crazy Martin Short is. It's yeah, hilarious, it was, dude. He's he so fucking, weird looking. Who, play, who plays the guy who, like... Is like trapped in Martin Short's body. Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Dennis Quaid. He's like the <laughs> handsome dude from Great Balls of Fire. He played yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. And he was the dad in the Parent Trap remake in the nineties. 
Martin yeah. Short's just cool too. Dude, he's funny as hell, and uh, yeah, he's a very hysterical. physical comedian. Right, with how and he's he was acting. so young in this movie. Like yes. I have never heard of it or seen it at all, and I have no idea because it was it's, totally a movie I would have loved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that just changed everything. I think we just locked in we a just fifteen com- crushing a two seed. Oh my gosh! Uh, we did I it. Scarface is probably the better movie. Listen, Scarface is literally the third, my third all-time favorite movie. However, Scarface has that timelessness about it that doesn't make me think 80s. It is very 80s. Nearly, I mean, not nearly to as me, much as To me, it feels like late 70s. It's exactly. too disco. It has it's that too, disco like, vibe. Miami. It's but that's, too... Yeah, but that's Miami in the 80s, right? Yeah. I know, yeah. but it just... It's, when I think of Scarface, I don't think... Oh, an ultimate 80s movie. I think of... Very. Ooh, it's in the, the way they use their practical effects, the okay. way, I mean, everything... Oh, Inner Space is so 80s. I, they it's even have the synth. In 80s. So are we narrowing it down in this half or are we yeah we're gonna yeah, keep going all right we'll just power through and then uh take a break okay so would it be <clears throat> back to the top all right and i don't know what everyone's so i only have mine so okay do we have we have aliens versus labyrinth okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just briefly read this this off after we just finished the first thing. Well, do we know what we don't know really what the seed is? Do we Aliens is your one seed. Well, uh, anything just that's Just look at it. Anything on top is the No, not typically because if a if a bracket buster oh, happened. That's true. I'll, I'll field that. I'll make sure okay. to say that for you guys. Yeah, maybe just, you should maybe you should just do the intros for this part. Yeah, just like look and see what movie you, Yeah, that's true. Okay, so We'll start here. And it'll be the top and bottom. It's Aliens versus Labyrinth. And are you guys ready? Three, yep. two, one, Reno. Damn. Aliens wins I out. I picked Labyrinth. That's one of my favorite movies ever, so of course Sigourney I'm going to pick it. Absolutely. Scorning Weaver, Bill Sigour- Paxton. God, yeah. I've, okay, I'm on board for Aliens the rest of this thing. I'm, 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 I'm ready. Okay. I'll let you have it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Bowie. All right, up next we've got the five seed of Ghostbusters. Versus the four seed of a Christmas story. Four seed of a Christmas story is your high seed. Five is low seed Ghostbusters. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. And three, two, one. Low seed, a everyone. A agreeance. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It's Ghostbusters. All right. We're just moving right along here. Now we've got the 11 seed of Lost Boys. Versus the 14 seed of Dirty Dancing. Meaning, Dirty Dancing is your low seed. Lost Boys is your high seed. Uh, and three, two, one. Low seed for the win. Across the board. I think we've got a system, guys. So Dirty Dancing, moving on. Mm-hmm. All right. Second chunk. <laughs> Second chunk. <laughs> it did, they didn't make it. Didn't make it. All right, so we're here in the last part of this first chunk. Going to get our first of the uh, Sweet 16 here. Heathers versus Pretty in Pink. Heathers is a 10 seed. Pretty in Pink is a 15 seed. Uh, Heathers is your high seed. Pretty in Pink is your low seed. Three, two, one. Ooh. Three to two in in favor of Heathers? Yes, Yes. over Pretty in Pink. Uh, Anybody want to defend why Pretty in Pink should move on over Heathers to maybe sway one of us. 
there any, any argument? AP, Lauren. I mean, it's the same argument I made in the first part. It's Molly Ringwald at the height of her powers. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> but you're she's right. also in the Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's true. That was sure, her the Breakfast Club's not in this one. Not in this part. It's come up later. Yeah, I know, right. but just keep in mind, she's still going to be in the running. Don't All worry. right. So Don't feel bad. But she's got the guy from Two and a Half Men. Heathers, <laughs> Heathers wins. I hate that guy sometimes. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on from Heathers, we now have our next set of... Uh, third of, of the round, it's a number one seed of Empire Strikes Back versus an eight seed of Trading Places. Empire being your high seed, Trading Places being your low. Are you guys ready to vote? Yeah, and go. It's a four one. We mm. haven't had one of these yet, Jesse. Um, yeah, I feel like we did elaborate on everything already. I mean, you definitely because I, I, I listen, I love all I gotta say is Eddie Murphy is Christmas. <laughs> You're making but me want to change it. Even if you did, it won't affect it's not going to affect because they're not going to change. So we'll stick with Empire. It's listen, Trading Places is great and it's very 80s. And back to what you were saying uh, about how Empire doesn't feel 80s because it is timeless. It is caked in the perfect sci-fi that takes you out of a time period. So it it encapsulates a different essence than what you typically think of 80s. Right. So I I do under I I, I definitely appreciate that. That headspace. Okay, so we'll put Empire on it here. <clears throat> All right, folks. Keep moving along. And a 12 seed of the Gremlins versus the high seed of the Breakfast Club. Ready? Three, two, one. He pees the odd man out. Ooh, Care to defend? You really love Gremlins. I just really love Gremlins. This cat, man. It's it, my, it was my was my first pets was it one, one of your first pets is Gizmo <laughs> uh-huh. and it's is it directly because yes. of your love for the movie when you were a child yes so it's all correlated it's all correlated okay but I don't think I can sway anyone it's just a really good movie I agree and it's Spielberg and it's a Christmas movie and it's actually really violent for a kids movie I'm keeping mine same <clears throat> all right. All right, so the next one up is we've got a six seed of Who Framed Roger Rabbit up against the 14 seed of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. This is a very, very, very hard decision. Take a second. It's a what versus what? It's okay. You've got uh, your high seed of Who Framed Roger Rabbit versus your low seed of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Is everybody ready to make Mm -hmm. your vote? All right, three, two, one. Oh. Oh shit. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I get it. I don't think I need to. I mean, I concede here. Honestly, I love Bill and Ted. It is a most excellent movie. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit? You guys had said it. There's just something yeah. special about too it. Too good. Mm-hmm. It is too it's good. It's too good. It is too Jessica good. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted's is right there. They're like the <laughs> neck and neck. They're like the. Uh, the B side of the situation, Most I feel like. Absolutely. And they're coming out with a sequel. Uh, yeah. Bill and Ted Face Part the Three. Music. I thought that there was some problems with that. No, it's still still on track as far as I know. Yeah, Keanu and Alex both came out and said that they've got like their scripts already and that yeah. they've got everything lined they're up. They're actually going to be the, the older versions of themselves. Yes. Which is funny. That they always reference in the... Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. I recently read an article that said that but they, they weren't, they weren't going to do it, but whatever. 
All right, here's an interesting one. This is going to definitely change the landscape here. Mm -hmm. We've already got a, a bracket buster in the in the game here. Is this Nightmare versus Inner Space? It is Nightmare on Elm Street versus Inner Space now, folks. All right, so take your time. Take a second, V. You know what you're picking? High seed, Nightmare. High seed is Nightmare at 7. Low seed is Inner Space at a 15. All right. All right, 3, 2, 1. Oh, oh, Ooh, shit. shit. Now it's uh, interesting. Now it is interesting. Um, okay, so Inner Space is in the lead. Yeah. Three to two. Mm -hmm. AP, uh, Lauren, would you like to defend Nightmare on Elm Street? It has a young Johnny Depp in it. Oh, my God, I know. His first role. Yeah. There's a lot of blood in but that movie. But he died in it. Yeah, True, but, he but does, he does it was it was the first knows. ever incarnation of Freddy Krueger ever on you know, screen. I'm gonna I'm gonna that flip. is true. I'm flipping. I love the scene in there where he walks up and he's like, "Hey, Tina, watch this." <laughs> he chops off his own fucking finger, like <laughs> or the part like in the alley with like the long Why? arms. Yeah, on the it's other so side. goofy. Okay, switching. Yeah. yeah, switching. I sorry. It's uh, hard. Martin it's Troy. hard because it's a, it's Inner Space is a great movie. Switch, yeah. switch um, to unanimous. All right, a night a nightmare lives on. The dream is on. Maybe that'll be their next nightmare movie. The nightmare lives on. The nightmare in inner space. <laughs> the nightmare in Martin Short. <laughs> that sounds gross. It's just his psychosis from after the trauma of having Dennis Quaid inside of him. He just keeps hearing a tiny it's voice. Just Krueger played by Martin Short. Okay, well, we're back to the top here. Now we're going to be finding out our final four. Okay. Okay. The final well, four. Well, on, on one side. Mm -hmm. And then we'll come... Yeah, you guys know yeah, how it's yeah, going to yeah, work yeah, out. Yeah. So... This one's going to be a lot tougher, guys. We got the one seed of Aliens, which is your high seed, versus the five seed of Ghostbusters, which is Ooh. your low seed. <laughs> Ghostbusters versus Aliens. And are you guys ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one. Three highs to two lows. Do you guys want to defend? I already defended earlier. Bill Murray. Okay, I can defend it in two words. Ellen Ripley. Yeah. Sigourney River is also in Ghostbusters. Aliens was supposed to be oh. written for a dude. Yeah. And she was cast. And she changed the landscape of women in horror films and action films forever. I vibe that. She was fucking Boss. But Sigourney Weaver is also in Ghostbusters. Is yeah. that and Rick Moranis is in it. Yeah, but she she's, was not, she's not Ellen Ripley. Okay, she's okay. Ripley. But really, who is Ellen Ripley at but the end of the day? A giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Slimer. Think mm. of your childhood. Jesus. It doesn't matter. Neither, Ernie none Hudson. None of us are changing our votes. <laughs> Jesse, are you changing your vote? Locked nope. in. All right, we're locked in in Aliens. All right. Okay. Game over, man. Game over. Okay. okay. <laughs> Dirty Dancing is our... 14 seed up against our 10 seed of Heathers. So Heathers is your high seed. Dirty Dancing is your low seed. Oh, fuck. This is awful. Uh, uh, I love like these Heathers movies is high, so much. Dirty Dancing is low. What up? Heathers is high. Dirty Dancing is low. Mm -hmm. mm. Are you, you just mixing yours because you don't know what you're going to pick? Three, two, uh -huh. one, go. Oh. Two highs to three lows in favor of Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze. Mm. But Ooh. for an ultimate 80s movie, Heathers is so quotable. Like, you can quote every single line of it. The clothes are insane. Know? I can. Oh. But you love that movie. I do. But I also love Dirty Dancing. Can you quote all the lines in that movie? Yes, I can. So then that's... Your, 
No That's why this is so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody does put baby in the corner. <laughs> Shit, it's dirty dance. with the chainsaw. <laughs> no, oh God. Don't you forget about me. Don't you forget about me. That's breakfast club. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had oh, the time yeah. of my life. You're being funny. Man, <laughs> fine. I'll let Dirty Dancing have it. It's a it's a happier movie. I'd rather watch Dirty Dancing over Heather's anyway, I guess. I already know what's coming, so I'm just going to get ready for it. Well, the one seed of Empire Strikes Back, which is your high, versus the low seed of The Breakfast Club. You guys ready? Yep. Three, mm-hmm. two, one. Breakfast Club for the win. Unanimous. Somebody talk while I'm writing. Well, I'm super disappointed that Heather's is no longer in the running, seeing as it was, it it came, it was like my, my top pick. Oh, uh, you one of your seeds, or was, one of your brackets ended there. Yeah, one of my brackets ended at Heather's, so I'm disappointed. Okay. I'm curious to see what's um, going to happen. So this one is... Who framed Roger Rabbit versus A Nightmare on Elm Street? Ooh. What's the hi- what's high and low? Uh, Roger, Roger Rabbit, Rabbit is, is six, high. and Nightmare on Elm Street is seven. Yeah. Wow, this is the closest we've had. So the highest seed is Who Framed? Got it. Damn, this is gonna be hard. All right. One, two, three. High seed, high seed, high seed, low seed. Sorry, Nate, Nate, you're the on man out. Care uh, to defend? I can't. Right. I mean, we've already discussed both movies kind of ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. We know why Roger Rabbit's dope. We understand why okay. you guys... Okay, I'm going to change mine to the low seed because that's what I originally had. Let's oh. put a smile on that face. That's... <laughs> God damn, that's fucking dark night. <laughs> oh my God, AP, you're all over the place today. Rock, These are his quote. buttons for next season. No all shit. the misquotes. Or no all the shit. wrong I mean, well, they can work. They can work in these movies. Yeah. Um, I just think that Nightmare on Elm Street uh, is is quintessential 80s horror, like I said. It's hard with the genre. It is. It is It is difficult because it's a more genre piece. Uh, with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it's definitely a more of an adult movie, but it did cater to children in some aspects. Some stuff goes over it. over their heads. I can I concede. I think I can concede here. Are you okay with us conceding to this? To what? To letting Who Framed Roger Rabbit go on versus okay. Nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Final four for that side? Now, yeah, to. all right. Tell us what we have, Nate. I'm getting ready to, my dude. I gotta write it down. Is it Alien and Dirty Dancing? Yeah, uh, yeah Aliens versus Dirty Dancing. Yeah, and Breakfast Club versus Who Framed Roger Rabbit are our next Man. round. My brackets very, came down too. That's it. very I, 80s. I nailed it. Holy shit! You nailed it. I nailed it. You gotta. Nuh-uh. He. I actually looking. He ha- I think he has. Holy that. shit! You almost have it exact, don't you? Christmas Story, well, uh, Ghostbusters. Wait, wait. You no, missed. you had Fast Times. Fast Times is so the you, only thing you missed. Your later rounds. You're My not. later rounds, yeah. I nailed. All right, let's do it to it. Shit. Okay. Heather's, so, Heather's totally fucked so up. So high seed is. High seed is aliens. Low seed is dirty dancing. We have a one versus a fourteen here. All right, this is a big ultimate eighties. One, two, three. Oh, am I three, two split? I'm with no. you, Jesse. I'm with you. Okay, dirty dancing, guys. Come on, we already talked about Patrick Swayze. But it's Don't put baby Weaver. in a corner. It's so good. It's Ellen Ripley. Weaver. It's Ellen Ripley. You guys kind of swayed me, and you yeah. said you were on board with aliens the whole way throughout. 
like changing. What is it called? The cat skills? Come on. Yeah, and the cat skills. It's cat skills. Patrick Swayze is so much older than her. That's old Jews. Borderline. (laughs) Not okay. Patrick Swayze. It's got everything. It's got great dancing, music, great dancing, love story, political issues. It's like freedom, women, women. You know, women in power and coming yeah, to Yeah, you can't put strength. baby in the corner. I'm locking in aliens for my high seat I'm vote. locking in aliens yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm staying. Um, Sorry. Aliens. All right, I'll concede. I, I love I'm still not going to concede. I'm just going to... Be pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> sit over there. Just go, I give sit, up, go sit in the corner with baby. Right. Oh, Jesse's over in the corner. Don't put Jesse yeah, in the corner. Okay, we've got the four seed, which is our high seed of the Breakfast Club, versus the six seed of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, this One, one's tough. Two, three. Wait, 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 wait. Who framed Roger Rabbit was high seed. Okay. Oh crap. Oh, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Was Breakfast was Club is high seed. Sorry. High Breakfast Club is high seed. Breakfast Club is high me. seed. Sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm. Really, you guys are gonna put Who Framed Roger Rabbit through over? Yeah. The Breakfast Club. It's overrated. Bullshit, woman. You love that movie. I love that movie. Of course, I'm a girl. Of course, I'm gonna no, love that I fucking love that movie. movie. It doesn't have to do with gender. <laughs> no, it's yeah. a great movie. I loved it. It was a night night movie of mine for years. But I'm going with the other one. I mean, how many times do you get hyped when you hear "Don't you forget about me" and you just go back to being in the fucking Breakfast Club in that detention? I know, but I'm over it. I'll be alone dancing. You know it, baby. <laughs> <sighs> I think. I think. I think we've lost again. Oh, God mm-hmm. damn it. To what? fucking Roger I Rabbit. I mean, it what is. The the are breakfast? you serious? Uh, Please. I don't know. Let me think about this. Oh. Did I sway you at all? Molly Ringwald. What was it? Anthony Michael Hall? Michael I get C. it right. Michael Judd Hill. Nelson. Judd Nelson. Fucking. Lo- he was so tough in that Oh, movie. yeah. Badass. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? The dude that's Such an the Ali Ali Sheedy and Emilio Estevez. Yeah, Emilio fucking I mean, Estevez. But I I love the other one so much. Who's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Name three people: Christopher Lloyd, Bob Haskins, Kathleen Turner. Okay, Roger Rabbit. Fuck Roger me. Rabbit. <laughs> okay, okay. I love Jessica Rabbit. Like I just I loved. I always wanted to be her when I was young. I I'm entrenched. It's a cool like version of hollywood you know it's like an la noir meets right. cartoon. i'm just thinking like a like i don't know when it comes down to this one i was just gonna go with whatever was a more quintessential 80s movie in okay. my head sure. yeah so you're i right. have to go right. with the breakfast club if it's gonna be ultimate eight but i mean roger rabbit i it's just want to fight 80s. for it because mm-hmm. it's got christopher lloyd in it and it's also very 80s but also very animated and it could i guess also be like a 40s movie who directed and wrote roger rabbit are they John Hughes? No. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm. I'm. Are you being swayed? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't not have a John Damn. Hughes movie make it through. This really messes God damn my, it. My breakfast been busted for so <laughs> long. Sorry, guys. I'm going with Breakfast Club. Oh, man. That's it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Good luck with Breakfast Club political, against... political move. What's our other Again. Option? Aliens. Yeah, Breakfast Club versus Aliens. Is that what it's down to now? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Breakfast Club versus Aliens for the... Ultimate, ultimate for 80s. one side. Yeah, damn. For one side, side of our bracket. A. Side I don't know a. why I did this to myself. You yeah, this is, you uh, this, this is your fault, I Warren. created a monster. My, both <laughs> <laughs> Which one's high and low? Uh, aliens is your one seed. Breakfast Club is a four seed. All right. One, two, three. Wait, I... God damn it. Oh. Go faster. Hold on. Okay. Wait. What? Sorry. I'll be the deciding vote. How about that? 
But then that means bias. That was what we were trying to avoid. No, because I can't decide. Oh, fair enough. I was gonna put. Fair enough. Fair enough. Aliens versus. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. It's tied. We've got two votes. Jesse you know and what? I I'm, have I'm going Breakfast Club. Oh shit! Son. I'm going. I'm going Breakfast Club. All right. Sorry, um, Lauren. Damn. Sorry. Sorry. Aliens went really, I mean, not surprisingly. It's I wanted aliens to go all the way. Really I really did. But for Ultimate really 80s. For me too. I don't know why I plugged so hard for aliens because I put aliens against Breakfast Club in my own ballot. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been an ongoing battle for you. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted aliens to get this far and I really wanted Breakfast Club to get this far. But when it came down to it, I wasn't ready to go through with it. Yep. All That's right. how I feel. That's how I feel too. So before we cut this first half, because again, we're doing this now in two parts. We're going to take a quick breather here in a minute, folks. Before we get there, though, were there any of these picks that got further than you expected? Were there any that were put out way sooner than you expected that kind of shocked I'm you? I'm shocked about Heather's. Honestly, I thought it was going to go further. It made it all the way to the end for me. It wasn't my final answer, which we'll get to that, but... I had Ghostbusters a lot further than it. I had Ghostbusters winning that side. I had Ghostbusters up against Free Frame Roger Rabbit on mine. I had Ghostbusters. I had Breakfast Club going pretty far. Oh, yeah. Empire and Who Frame Roger Rabbit were my previous one. My dad filled it out. His he had a twelve the twelve seed of Fast Times at Ridgemont High up against the four seed of Breakfast Club on this side, and ultimately picked Breakfast Club as his winner. So. All right. All right, well, this has been part one of our two-part finale. Folks, stick around for part two. It's coming out the same day, so you guys are going to see it come out the exact same time as this episode dropped. Go check that out. Download it there. You'll get the end result of our bracket where we fill out the other uh, round of 32 down to our finale, and we're going to see who is our ultimate 80s movie up against The Breakfast Club. We'll see you guys soon on Foodies Watching Movies Part 2.